Hey everybody, uh, we're about to get started, but before that, we have an ad. Yes, this week's episode is presented by Eternal Confidence, an interview series by Homesick Productions, now available on YouTube. Yes, Eternal Confidence explores what we believe and why. It features interviews with people of faith, as well as people who left their faith behind. It's kind of like what we do, but... Uh, Probably more serious. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I liked I liked the vibe they gave off. I thought it was very similar to I think mm-hmm. what we're going for. Um, they're not biased. Yeah. We kind of are, but yeah. still try to like show that. Oh, here here's another. I'm fine being biased. Mm-hmm. Eternal confidence brings an unbiased perspective, taking a no stance, thereby inviting the audience to respond to the various narratives with their own beliefs. Um, that's great. I mm-hmm. mean, it's nice to have uh, an unbiased look at these things. Yeah, we we try and be impartial, but yeah. we don't always succeed. I think. I think. Yeah, I think what we're trying to do is like, hey, we're uh, we're trying not to be biased, but here's our biases, and yeah. but they're like, I really liked um, they did that that one where it was the father the minister father talking to their pagan their gay pagan daughter, and that was yes, like that I, was, I, really I really I really enjoyed that one, and uh, they're focused on being both empathetic and honest and it's a candid look at genuine beliefs mm-hmm. and it helps people explore their own belief system yeah as well as the other side yeah um go check them out let them know that uh hey believe it or not sent us yeah and uh they're they're just starting their second season so yeah i mean go check it out there's a whole season to start with and then if you like it if you like it watch season two watch season one watch season two and then, uh, yeah, check it out. I think it'll, I think you'll enjoy it. If you're into this show, I think you'll be into that. And uh, hey, w- when you go check it out, leaving your comment that uh, believe it or not sent you, because mm-hmm. that's good for everyone. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I've sinned against you. How dare you! We have no means about God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations. To receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, <sighs> praising God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm the other guy. That's Jamie and Depping. Thank and you. we're here to help you believe it. Or not. Or maybe you do. Yeah, maybe we do. But maybe you don't. Mm. Uh, We have a studio audience with us today. Yeah, a live studio audience. Live studio audience. Yep. Hey! Yeah. Uh, Please don't talk while we're recording. Thank you. Don't don't get on mic. (laughs) Yeah. It's not not in your place. Let's uh, let's start off with a reading. A very special reading. reading? A cold reading. Oh, I could do a cold reading. Are are you going to do a cold reading? Uh, No, but that'd be great. Okay. What Uh, kind of reading are we doing? It's from a... It's a passage... Um, from the Velveteen Bunny. From the uh, that I found. Bear Rabbit. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain. <laughs> I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. <laughs> you know, I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens. And Jacob, Jacob plows. Plow. Fool. And I've been milking and plowing so long that... Even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. Yeah, I'm a man of the land. I'm in two discipline. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this really the reading we're doing? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. Anyways, um, I'm going to talk about 
Anabaptists. Mm. Do you know what an Anabaptist is? Uh, no. Is that like the Animatrix? It's kind of like the Animatrix. So Anabaptist means like rebaptized. Oh. Or or baptized again. Yeah. And it was like a baptism to electric boogaloo. Basically, it's baptism to electric boogaloo. All right. So these are the kind of people that eventually split off into the Amish, the oh, okay. Mennonites, mm-hmm. Hutterites, if you know them. Hutterites? Hutterites. To Hutterite to Totterite? Yeah. Hutterites were popular when I lived in Alberta. There was a lot the of Hutterites around, and they would always, my dad liked auction sales, and they would always be at the auction sales buying yeah. things. And they'd always drive around in these giant vans. Yeah. Um, and then Amish, of course, it's like a horse and buggy. Yeah. Um, which Mennonites. Is, which is the the OG van. That's exactly. You don't see a lot of Mennonite colonies anymore, I don't think. Mennonites are more just your regular type of Christian now. Like, right. there's still a lot of Mennonites, but they're not necessarily living in, like, a community like in the olden times. Olden times, Yeah. yeah. But they're still same kind of background, same kind of roots. Yeah. Um, started around the same time as the Reformation. Right. So like in the fifth, uh, 1500s. Well, what's his name? Martin Luther, mm-hmm. n- quote unquote, nails his 95 thesis to the nailed wall. It. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, hashtag nailed it. Is that it. where that came from? Yeah. That's where wow. that came from. Yeah. Okay. It's about him nailing his thesis <laughs> on the wall on November 1st of uh, whatever year that was. But... <laughs> He didn't really do that. Oh, he didn't. That's just a story made up years later. So then, what happened? Which I found out recently. He was he was he he was a Re- reformationist. He wanted the church to change, and he was constantly on their case about changing. He was a priest, and he's like, "We need to change this." Um, but there was no like epic. I'm gonna walk up and nail this thing on a wall. It was just like a guy who wanted change to happen, and so he spoke out and. And then there was fights and stuff. Wow! But this is kind of around the same time, and they were they wanted to take it really a step further. So they thought there was certain things in the church that needed to be changed like that were the drapes, like the drapes, and they wanted to get uh, back to kind of you know what the church meant yeah. early on, and let's get rid of all this stupid tradition that we just added on. Fair, which is what kind of how the Jehovah's Witnesses started too, right? Like, yep. and yeah, they're like, okay, let's trip it back. Let's just do what the Bible says. This seems to be a running theme in Christianity. Yeah, let's do years. a hard reset. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when your computer gets too buggy and you're like, oh, I just got to do a hard yeah. reset. You know, unplug it for a few seconds, plug it back in, see yeah. what happens. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, 1527 in Switzerland is kind of where they they say uh, it, it really started. The Swiss. The Swiss did it. And, and but there's like, kind of arguments about if it has a single origin there or if it's more like so many different changes all around and then right. they kind of Conquest join the one yeah exactly super like change yeah like when all the little pieces of the terminator join into in t2 yeah. when they yeah, all join yeah. together um into one thing into what yeah because there was also a lot of talk about this early on throughout the middle ages of of what baptism is and what, uh, when we should be baptized, and and the big thing, and the big thing that got well, they them... just dunk babies, don't they? Yeah, well, that's what that's what they didn't like. They right. didn't like that they dumped dunked babies because they said uh, in the Bible it's supposed to be that's you're converting, right? And you can't convert a baby. Yeah, so it has to be when you understand 
Which I have to, I I do have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, have you seen that video about that? Like, I don't know if he's like a like a Ukrainian priest or something, like bishop or whatever, yeah. like just <laughs> dunking that baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the we cut with you, the big Lebowski. Yeah, they cut it with the big Lebowski. That's so good. Where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> and then he, then he dunks a baby. <laughs> yeah. So what was it? Zig was Ziggly is Zwiggly. Some guy uh, was. Was one of the big, yeah, Ulrich Zwingli. Terrible comics. It's kind of the first guy who was like, nope, um, let's let's not dunk babies anymore. Yeah. Let's not sprinkle on babies anymore, which the Catholics and Protestants both <laughs> let's did. Let's not sprinkle on babies <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> Oh, that's both hilarious and gross. Yeah. But it was also, the problem there is mm-hmm. you become a citizen at your baptism at this point. So it's not like a birth certificate. It's like you get your baptism certificate, and that's how you get your citizenship. Oh, so it—they're not—he's not only well, challenging separation of church and state. That's what I say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of challenging. Yeah, they were kind of for the separation of church and state. Thank you, Switzerland. Yeah, <laughs> this idea is spreading all across Europe, and governments are getting angry, and there's a lot of persecution. That's what the name Anabaptist was, kind of a derogatory term yeah. for like people getting second baptized they would say no we're not getting second baptized because the first one doesn't count right which is kind of what my parents it's not a do-over if, if yeah the first one doesn't count because i was baptized twice i was baptized as a baby my parents changed churches and then i was baptized as a teenager Ooh. yeah what was that like uh, it was weird did they do it in the lake yeah the no river? in st Lawrence river did they actually yeah i was baptized oh, in the, like in the river. movies yeah did you have to wear all white uh no. Did you have to wear the same gown for when you were a baby? No. I was just in whatever <laughs> clothes I was wearing. That'd be really And funny. it was weird. Um, you just walk into the lake and then, or the river and then they dunk you? Yeah. I went to a baptism a couple of years ago. A loved one of mine was getting baptized, so I went to kind of support them. And yeah. I had already walked away from the faith. And there was a kid getting baptized as well. And yeah. it was also in the St. Lawrence River. And he changed his mind and said he didn't want to do it. And they basically like forced him in the water and everybody's laughing about how cute it was and stuff. I'm like, no, you're missing the waterboarding. Yeah, exactly. Me and my brother are looking at each other like, what the fuck is happening right now? This is weird. But yeah, and I think they'd be against this too, actually, because it was supposed to be like, you're of sound mind. Yeah. And if you say no... Yeah. Uh, consent is important, people. Yeah, even with baptism. Even, especially with baptism. <laughs> yeah. And so they, this, these... You don't let Jesus in unless you give him <laughs> consent. Yeah, exactly. So these guys start, you know, doing their, their rebaptizing kind of thing. Yeah. Or their first baptism. Uh, they start calling themselves the Brethren. And okay. uh, still exists like Brethren in Christ, things like that. Yep. The Brethren churches. What about the the Cistern? The Cistern? Hmm. Wait, the Cistern? No, that's not right. A, that's not right. A, <laughs> the Cistern Church. Yeah, I'd go there. Um, but uh, is this excluding the ladies? No, it included them, and included I think them. they actually had a lot more say in the oh, churches even than it was a lot of the Brethren. Yeah. Okay. I a lot of checking. other ones. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like there was a little bit more like women could do things because it's illegal and because these organizations are illegal, there's a lot of fighting. Right. And so they started fractioning off within like the more passive ones. Like, mm-hmm. um, like, no, the Bible says we're not supposed to fight, so we're not going to fight. And that's where Menno Simmons came in. 
This is the guy who started Mennonites. Richard Simmons. Um, yeah. Great grandfather. Richard Simmons, great grandfather, Mano Simmons. Okay, remember in the youth ministry episode, we were talking uh-huh. about Underground Church, that stupid game? Yep. I was in one called A Mano Run. A Mano Run. And it was run by a Mennonite church. It was basically Underground Church, but they called it Mano Run. And it was about how their organization would have to, they'd have to be run in secret. So we had to like run across this town and be part of the early Mennonites. It's a really weird okay. thing. It sounds like a fun thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of their a lot of their religion was based like a lot of their tradition stuff they still talk about a lot of the persecution that yep. happened within their church at the time. I think most religions have a bit of a persecution complex. Yes, yeah, they do. Mormons have a huge one. I remember arguing with something someone about I don't know, something with a Mormon online, and they immediately went to how Mormons were persecuted early on. It's like, okay, even if that's true, that's bad, but that doesn't mean you have to persecute gay people now or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> If anything, you think having been persecuted, you would, you should be more likely to not persecute people. Yeah, exactly. Or less likely to persecute. Yeah. But uh, maybe not. I'm, yeah. not. I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. If you're a psychologist, uh, email us at... Uh, believe it or not, podcast at gmail.com. Tell us I about... that's what it is. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So they started formulating around like low German areas, Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So the Mennonites kind of started in that area. Dutch Mennonites, Dutch Amish. Yeah. Like the Pennsylvania Dutch or German. Is that where that's, yeah. that's from? That's from, okay. that's from there. So they moved there. Ammon was another guy and that's... The Amish started from him. So these things came from two guys just with names. That are yeah, like... exactly. And even Hutter. Hutter was a guy. Okay. So the Hutterite community the Hutterite. was named after him. But all kind of the same theology of like separation from society yeah. and separation from um, kind of these, the rest of the church, really. So they're like uh, libertarian Christians. Yeah. <laughs> and with Amish, one of the big things was they wanted to shun people more who disagreed with them and shun family members and stuff. And that's kind of why they're a separate group because other, these other organizations weren't about that and they were more about... More open. More open, yeah. Menno especially viewed like the church as the bride of Christ and wanted to bring it back to that. That was kind of a main thing of his theology. The bride of Christ? Yeah, because that's something that's mentioned in the Bible is that we are the bride of Christ and so he wanted it to be more like a what? loving like relationship like that's that's such a weird way to yeah things, is that you're the bride of yeah <laughs> yeah we would sing songs too in church about being the bride of Christ and that's yeah. so strange yeah I, I I don't think I can get behind and like that's the only time only people who have sex are married people right in the church or the only people who are supposed to have sex is married people so we're supposed like we're supposed to be having sex with Jesus. With Jesus? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, and yeah, Menno was it big on... The water and the wine. Mix me up a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it, uh, Jim Gaffigan. What can you do with this oregano, Jesus? Um, <laughs> uh, I think I've made make, that joke before. Make a, make a pizza? Oh. Jacob Ammon was the guy who started the Amish, and that was in 1693. Um, 
Oh yeah, yeah. He said that be, uh, shunning and and banning people wasn't done enough in the church, and that was one of the big problems. Wasn't done enough. Not, not enough banning and shunning. Man, I think people who shun just love shunning. Yeah. Um, is shunning a thing in the Bible, or is that just something that people started doing? Well, I mean, there's references to it. Mm. Kind of. Jesus says to turn your back on your family and follow him, and to leave your family behind and follow him. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to disparage uh people's belief systems but that's a pretty culty thing to say yeah isn't it uh yeah uh i am the leader follow me uh ignore your family and uh, i am your new family i think that's one of the key things to identify if something is a cult is if you're denying people access to their family or to the outside world yes yeah so so um (laughs) yeah and then there was a big schism in the Amish community, kind of in the 18th century. Because if you, I was thinking about this too as I was researching it. Like, okay, I've never really thought of the fact that these religions started in the 1600s, and now a big part of it is they can't use electricity. But electricity didn't exist then, so how does yeah. that come about? And it was like in the 1800s there was a big schism of right. Okay. Do we adopt this? Adopt this? Yeah. And a lot of people ended up joining other Mennonite organizations when they disagreed with Amish on on that kind of thing. So the Amish now that don't use electricity or don't use like motorized vehicles, things like that, they'll um yeah, they're from that schism. Yeah. Uh side note, my dad buys his lumber from an Amish community. Well they make a lot of furniture. Mm-hmm. Or there's the Amish furniture Yeah. Warehouse? Is that what they call it? Amish furniture warehouse? Maybe. Are they really Amish people who make that? Or yeah, is it? Okay. I think so. I maybe, don't know. maybe that place is just like Amish patterns that they follow. But a lot of times, yeah, a lot of uh, Amish communities I make do their know money that they doing make a lot of yeah, but good quality furniture. Yeah, and if that, I could afford it, I'd buy it. Yeah. Well, this community that my dad was talking to, they're allowed to use motorized engines for certain things. Yep. So my dad helped them set up for their sawmill, right? Because um, they they had to convince it with like they had to talk it through with the board or whatever the elders or whatever they're called, and get permission. But they ended up saying it was okay to use the motor for the sawmill, but not yeah. But you can't use it to go into town. You have to use a horse and buggy for that. Yeah, but yeah. Also weird that uh, why, they were. Do we know why they don't? allow them to use technology I th- yeah i think it's it's about that's a good question i think it has to do with i mean one of the things all these people have in common is that crisis returning soon and you don't want to get caught up in worldly things and you want to separate yourself from okay the world and society so there's that but then but if god created everything didn't he create all these worldly things that are yeah. cool and fun yeah exactly and make your life easier have you even have you even increase played your life angry expect- birds and yeah. increase your life expectancy and yeah, all that stuff. So, by by denying it, you're denying the the Lord. Yeah, and His gifts. You really are. In a way, I'm just saying it seems to be a cyclical logic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but what do I know? Yeah, I'm a what heathen, do I know too? I assume. Am I a heathen? Um, what's the definition? I think you are. Yeah. Okay, well, you. what's yeah? I think we're both heathens. Yeah, oh. we'd be heathens. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, not maybe not pagan. No, we're not pagan because we don't worship pagan gods. Uh, we could, yeah, if we want. Open to it. Yeah, I celebrate pagan holidays like Christmas and Easter. So, um, yeah, and then during Second World War, a lot, a lot of issues came up with bombs, uh, Amish, and 
and or even both world wars with when the, as soon as the draft comes in, Amish they men and I, like a lot of your passive people, you're not going to want to join the army. So they're exempt a lot of times from. Oh, they were exempt. Yeah, so they weren't draft depends. dodging. They were they, exempt. Yeah, I think a lot of if you're in those kind of religious organizations, you'll you're allowed to not be in the army. But that still causes a lot of tension with other people. Yeah, and, but if yeah. you're a Japanese, you're thrown into an internment camp. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um. And then Jacob Hutter was uh, Hutterite, um, but he was also a martyr. He was burned at the stake for his beliefs. Um, oh. Yeah, in in, in you, the don't, you don't hear about stake burning anymore. No, no, you really don't. Like too many greenhouse gases. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I think Salem kind of. Well, we got it all out. We there. got it all out of our system. I yeah. don't know if we did, but yeah. it happened. There's also on Game of Thrones. There was some burning at the stake. Never seen it. Mm. Good show. Don't even know what it is. Wizards and there's no wizards with dragons and stuff. Dragons. Yeah. Dragons. Yeah. I think um, so. That's saying a baptism in a a nutshell. Yeah. It's uh yeah still a lot of Mennonite churches, a lot of Brethren churches, a lot of churches that have their theology kind of set mm. in in these kind of ideas and also a lot of Protestant churches now do adult baptism. So even if they didn't actually stem from this, mm-hmm. they, these people open the door to their theology and yeah. Does a baptism cost anything? Uh, no, it depends on the church. So, so if you just walk in and say, I'd like one baptism, one please. baptism, please. Yeah. A lot of churches will have like a baptism Sunday. Like, Hey, okay. we're doing baptism this week. Um, everybody come out. Is there I'm, like a sign up sheet? There's a sign up sheet. And then you have to go through classes sometimes. It's like a bad open mic. Yeah. And also like I was Googling too how baptism started. Cause it's not really in the old Testament. All of a sudden John the Baptist is baptizing people before Jesus shows up. Yeah, but he's just trying to have a bath, and everyone kept bugging him. Yeah, but I guess it was there were like cleansing rituals in the Old Testament, and he was adapting those. He was part of like a sect that was trying to convert people into Judaism, and part of it was cleansing this ritual cleansing that eventually became baptism, and then early Christians adapted that to them as like a cleansing ritual. And then when I went through my classes to be baptized, they told me that it was symbolism of dying and then being risen from the dead. I've I've heard that before. Which doesn't seem like that's actually accurate in any historical context, but... No. Yeah. But But it it sounds good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need a reason, I guess. That's right. It really gets the kids going. Mm -hmm. Um, How many classes did you have to take? Uh, I feel like there was five. Like, how like, long? Like, a couple weeks. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Like, so five classes each a couple weeks or a couple no, weeks for like, all five? No, a couple weeks for all five of these So, like, like was it, like, things, a day like, every week that you do? Yeah, it was, like, a Wednesday night. You'd stick around for an extra half hour and do these baptism classes. Yeah. And fill out questionnaires and stuff like that. And then you have to, like, when you get baptized in the church that I went to anyway, you had to give your testimony and you had to talk about why you're being baptized and how you came to Christ. And Oh, you have to like lay it all out. Yeah. In front of a bunch of people. In front of a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. I don't like that so either. You, yeah. Because like a lot of them would either be in a couch or off a church. 
<laughs> so they bring a cow trough on stage and put some curtains around it to like cover it up. Or they'd, if it was in the summer, they'd do it in the river. Yeah. And I chose the river one. And then, so you just stand on the shore, you give your testimony there and they have a little PA set up wow. and, and then you go into the river and, and you're baptized. Hi, my name's Trevor. Yeah. Um, I'm here for the baptism special. <laughs> wash and die I wonder if my uncle still has the video of my baptism but there's a video of yeah. it yeah so my uncle recorded it and it's probably still out there somewhere my testimony and stuff I've never wow. seen it yeah but I remember he did record it he had you know those That'd old trip. camcorders that had like the screen the big screen and then it had like the thing on the side that w- mm-hmm. swiveled back and forth yeah it was and we're like this is the most high tech thing I've ever seen and it was but, yeah and it had the eight eight millimeter film that you stick on the side oh Anyways, if you uh, can find that, that'd be cool. Yeah. And we'll see what a real life uh, Trevor baptism is like. Yeah. Whew. It and might we'll be. put it on our YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, we can do that too. <laughs> we'll watch it first, yeah. just in case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's move on to a brand new segment. Oh my God, brand new? Brand new segment. It's called right. Have I Sinned? <laughs> if sugar is so bad, how come Jesus made it taste so good? I'm going to give you a uh, scenario, right. and, and ready then for it. you're going to tell me if, if I have sinned. Right. If you have sinned. Yeah. Okay. I go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Have I sinned? Yes. Yes. It was on a Saturday. Um, <laughs> Exodus 31, 14. <laughs> okay. You didn't say that. <laughs> says, but... you shall keep the Sabbath, therefore it is holy unto you. Surely you shall be put to death for... Uh... So the Sabbath is Saturday. Yeah. Then what's Sunday. Uh, Sunday is the day the Lord ro- rose from the dead. It's the new. It's a new Sabbath. Oh, so Saturday is no longer the Sabbath. Then? I guess not under the new covenant. So Saturday and Sunday are the Sabbath. Kinda, yeah. That's confusing. Mm-hmm. That's two whole days. What are you supposed to do? When are you going to do your laundry? That's exactly. Oh, I didn't do my laundry today. Okay. Next question. I'm at a store uh-huh. and I see a funny T-shirt for ten bucks. Ooh, it probably had. So I buy it. Probably had some bad words on it. You sinned. And it was a, a poly cotton blend, so I sinned because in Leviticus nineteen nineteen it says, "Do not wear clothing woven by two kinds of material." Why? I don't know. It's a sin. Why? Why? Why mm-hmm. is that a sin? Then you're mixing fibers. Can you imagine anything worse? You're not answering me. You're just reiterating God the says. same point. Things aren't sins because they have purposes. Things are sins because God said they're sins. <sighs> okay. I just got after I, textiles. <laughs> after I buy the pair of, uh, after I buy the shirt, I see a pair of cool je- ripped jeans for $20. Uh-huh. I was going to use the twenty dollars for a haircut, but I get the jeans instead. Have I sinned? Uh, do you have to keep your hair neat and trim, or does God not like uh, torn jeans? Both, both, both are sins. Jesus okay. doesn't. God doesn't like uh, ripped clothing, uh-huh. and He doesn't like it when your hair is unkempt. Didn't he uh, have super long hair? Yeah, he did. That sounds contradictory. Mm-hmm. Or is it just the the white Jesus image that we know and love? Probably the white Jesus image we know and love. Right. Yeah. And that was in Leviticus 10, verse 6. But anyways, I go to the food court and I sit down. Um, probably not kosher? <clears throat> is it a sin? Yes, uh, because a menstruating woman could have sat there. <laughs> and you're not supposed to sit on any any thing that a menstruating woman has sat on. I feel like that's almost impossible to avoid. Yeah. Unless you have your own chair that you carry around everywhere that you built. Yeah. That's what the guy from Year of Living Biblically did. Really? He, he brought a chair around with him everywhere because he didn't know. Oh, I would hate that guy. Yeah. 
Um, I know he was doing it for a reason, but if I saw that guy on the subway oh, or something, I'd be like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at first I'd be like, oh, that's smart. And he's like, hey, good idea. He's like, yeah, I do it so I don't sit anywhere where someone who menstruated. Sat. Yeah. <laughs> then I would hate him. Yeah. Uh, and then at the, um, when I'm at the food court, I, uh, I buy Chinese food. Have I sinned? Yes. Cause it's different food, I guess. Yeah. I had shrimp and I also, I had shrimp and broccoli and I had sweet and sour pork. Wait, wait. Broccoli and shrimp. Shrimp's a sin, but shrimp and broccoli is what I got. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, why is broccoli a sin? <laughs> I mean, I bet there's some uh, there's some uh, six year olds right now listening who are like, I hope broccoli's a sin. Well, broccoli would be a sin if it was planted in a field. If it was yeah. grown in a field where other things were grown, because you're not supposed to grow two di- types of vegetables in the same field. Uh, but isn't crop diversity good for soil health? Yes, it's very good for it. So they're just trying to uh, uh, make the land unuse- untillable. All this unmixing thing, do you think? Do you yeah, think it's, it's very uh, like pure, nice, pure. Nice, nice, yeah. <laughs> yes, this seems very, oh boy. Uh. So I decide, I eat my food mm-hmm. of, of sin and very I decide to leave them all. Yeah. And oh, I, did you get a Cinnabon? Because that, that is a is sin. A sin. And we know for that. My thighs. That's right. It's, uh, oh, anything this good has to be a sin. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, guy walks up to me and he, he has a slave and he says, do you want to buy this slave? Whoa, 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 whoa. So whoa, I whoa. buy a slave. <laughs> Have I sinned? What do you... Um, I now own another human being. Have I sinned? I... I'm guessing that this isn't a sin. No, that's perfectly fine according to the Bible. You're allowed to own slaves. Right. But not the law. Yeah. Oh, so you're not supposed to break the law. Is that a sin? To break the law? Well, no, because you can break... You're allowed to break the law if it's because the law goes against the word of God. So... So... Gray area, Lincoln went against God? Yeah, I guess so. Is that what we're saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man! And he paid the price. All right. <laughs> um. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> Can we bring this back? <laughs> I think so. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> if uh, you like this one, tell your friends about it. Uh, um. Yeah, and you know what? Sin a little. Yeah. Live a little. Sin a little. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah, I could really do it with a cinnabon now, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some Cinnabon. We'll see you next week. Or see you at Cinnabon. Next other week. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. (laughs)